0: Do you have a mortgage and plan to move in the near future? Did you know you most likely have a hidden feature within your mortgage that allows you to save a shit ton of money? Well, in this episode, Brandon and I, we do a deep dive on the benefits of taking your current mortgage over to your new property, which is also known as mortgage boarding, while saving you thousands of dollars in the process. Now
1: to the show. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Invested Entrepreneur. Brandon Love here with Tom Moffitt, and we are here for Canadian entrepreneurs to help you get healthier, wealthier, and lead you all the way to financial independence. So thank you for joining us. Today we are going to do a deep dive into something that's hidden from a lot of people and not a lot of people recognize, and there's a great opportunity right now, and that is porting your mortgage.
0: Yeah. So this is a topic that we've been talking about a lot as of recent, because it's something that most people don't know they have within their own mortgage as a feature. And it's something to essentially save you money, keep your low interest rate. And we're going to dive into exactly what mortgage porting is. So starting out, what is mortgage boarding? It's An operation, I don't even wanna say operation because it's not that technical, but for you as someone that has a mortgage and you're buying and selling, you're moving to a new home, what that enables you to do is take your current mortgage and bring it over to your new property. So you can think of it as like transferring your new mortgage over to your new place. With keeping the same terms of your mortgage, some things change, which we're gonna dive into the nuances and the guidelines with each lender, but that's all you need to know in terms of like what it is,
1: is just taking your current mortgage and bringing it over to a new property. For sure. It's just like an easy way to think about this is picture something that you would always move from your house, like a couch or a pet, and you're moving all of the same similarities. You're just bringing it to the new address. So nothing structurally of the mortgage changes unless you need, for example, new funds. So Tom, why would someone want to do this? why would someone want to do this well the main benefit is that
0: they keep that low shiny rate now that rate might not be the exact same and it likely will be different but it's not going to be the rate that you're going to be seeing on the market today there's different ways the rate is calculated so we'll go into the details here so essentially the reason why you'd want to do this is when you take your current mortgage, you bring it over. If you're increasing the mortgage amount, they're going to do what's called a blended rate. So That's the first option is they're going to take your current rate, they're going to compare it to today's rates, and they're going to meet somewhere in the middle. There's a calculation on the back end that each lender has. They have their own way of calculating it, but for simplicity's sake, let's just say you meet right in the middle. Now, what they sometimes will do is they'll take the term of your mortgage, so the term of your mortgage is what you originally signed on to. It can be anywhere from one to five years. It can go up to 10 years, but most people don't do 10-year terms anymore. The most common one is five-year terms. Now, if you have, say, two or three years left in your term, some lenders, they'll bring that back up to a five-year term, and they'll blend that array with that. Some lenders will keep the term the same, so That's really what you need to know in terms of a blend and extend. That's what that's called. And then some lenders, what they'll do is they'll keep the exact same mortgage that you have. So let's just say you have a $300,000 mortgage. You're gonna bring that over to the new property. The same rate stays the same. The term stays the same. What they'll do is they'll give another component. So they're gonna give you another mortgage within the umbrella mortgage that you have. And that's called a second component. Some big banks do this. And the benefit to this is you get to keep your first component, but there's also some drawbacks on that too. So I know I threw a lot at you guys there. Brandon, if there's anything you want to clarify on the things I talked about, maybe we can go through that now.
1: Yeah, so I'll just pare it down. So there's really a few different ways. So the most simple one is a straight up port. You take your mortgage exactly the way it is. If it's $250,000 with TD Bank property A, At property B, it's $250,000 with TD Bank again. Nothing changes in that scenario. If, for instance, though, you're moving up the ladder and you need to access new funds, then you step into the scenario where, okay, you need to do a blend and extend. So you have $250,000, let's call it at 2%, you're adding $250,000 at 6%, and now you're going to meet in the middle, for ease of math, with $500,000 at 4%. So you're still winning in terms of overall rate. You're not losing your great rate, but you're getting access to this opportunity to buy when the market's less competitive. A lot of people, are sitting on their hands. And this is where the opportunity is, because they're worried about giving up their 2% rate and taking something that might be now closer to 6%. So the opportunity now is, you know that, okay, I can take that 2%, I can capture the property, at the discounted price, and it's a big win.
0: Yeah. And we just had a client a couple of weeks ago that came into our world. It was a referral from a good realtor partner of ours. And She came to us thinking that she did not have this option. So her biggest worry was that her payment was going to be much, much higher than what she was currently paying because she thought she was going to be going off of today's current interest rates, which she's going on one of those rate sites and calculating her own mortgage payment, like the hypothetical one based off of today's rates. So she was freaking out on that. And just by explaining, hey, let's just take a look at your current mortgage. Let's see what kind of features they have. And for you and I, Brandon, we've done many of these. So we know the different nuances with each lender. So I was able to tell her on the phone call, hey, you have a lender right now that has some great porting options. So there's a good chance that your rate is going to be lower than what you're currently calculating it with. We did some rough math over the phone. I think the monthly mortgage payment was $1,000 less a month than what she would have paid with today's rates. And that was a game changer for her and her family because, of course, like the payment is much, much lower than what she's expecting going forward. So it's those things that most people don't know, which is having people sit on the sidelines right now when maybe they do need to move into that new home in the future. But that's the one thing that's holding them back. So that's why we wanted to create this episode here today.
1: For sure. The cost savings is one opportunity. Another opportunity that's there is in terms of qualification. So, right now, we're past kind of that stress test point, and you're now qualifying on the contract rate plus 2%. But if you're porting, and in that hypothetical scenario, 2% and 6%, the new rate's 4%, you're now qualifying off 4% plus 2%. So, instead of qualifying at you know, six plus two, 8%, you're qualifying at a 6% rate. And that gives you access to way more home.
0: Yeah, that's a huge benefit too, because we've seen the differences on our end from like a 2% swing can make a big difference in terms of your qualifying and borrowing power. And to clarify on what the stress test is, is essentially there's rules in terms of what you can qualify on for your mortgage. And that comes down to the stress test. So the stress test dictates you either have to qualify at 5.25% or the contract rate plus 2%. So the contract rate is your actual interest rate that you're getting with the mortgage. So in this case, like Brandon mentioned, if you have that 6% interest rate that you're getting on that mortgage, you'd be qualifying at 8% because that's higher than what the 5.25% is. You go by whatever is the higher one. Two, three years ago, we were going off of 5.25% because that was higher than what the contract rate plus 2% was back in the day. So as interest rates creep up, your borrowing power gets reduced. So the main benefit with this point here is that like Brandon said, with porting, that rate is lower, so your qualifying rate is lower as well, meaning your affordability goes up.
1: And that is a real big opportunity right now, because a lot of people aren't qualifying for what they actually want. And so that's also capping them from making any moves. Okay, so we now know the benefits, we know why you would want to do this. But who's doing this? Like, is it every lender? I mean, so
0: yes, but there's a lot of nuances with lenders. I shouldn't say yes, because there are some lenders that won't allow you to do it with certain rates, which sounds funny but you know we won't name the name but one of the, our main lenders big green shiny bank they won't allow you to port a variable rate. So if you have a variable rate mortgage, you're not able to take that mortgage over to the new property. So that's a big thing that a lot of people don't know when they sign on to their mortgage. So there's little nuances like that, but for the most part your lender will have that porting feature within it when you first signed on to your mortgage, but every lender there guidelines are different. So one lender might have more favorable porting features versus one may not. So that's a big distinction. And of course, like when you first get your mortgage, one of the biggest things you look at is how low is your interest rate. But we always look at holistic point of view because there are situations where you need that porting feature. And if one lender has the best porting features, but there are maybe 10 basis points higher on the rate versus the other one. I would much rather go with that lender because then I know my future is a bit more secure having that option in the future. Even if I don't plan on moving, life happens. You
1: might be moving quicker or faster than you think. For sure. I think it's important to note, number one, with variable products, most lenders don't port that. They will have you lock into some sort of fixed option first and then port the fixed option. But what Tom mentioned there, the terms matter when you're picking your mortgage. Like, For example, a lender might come to you with a rate that's 0.1 better than you're getting from us. And it has a bona fide sales clause attached to it. It has only provincial movement attached to it. So if you, for instance, get that dream job out west, there's some lenders that'll allow you to port your Ontario mortgage to out west. But if it's one of these lenders, like a lot of credit unions, for example, if they don't have an established presence out there, you can't port, you now have to pay the penalty to break that mortgage. And that penalty is going to be either the interest rate differential or three months interest. So you're going to have a pretty hefty penalty on it.
0: Yeah. So that leads us into our third point, penalty. And that can be quite literally thousands and thousands of dollars to break your mortgage if you have to break it. Now, we're kind of in a funny time because, well, there's two different types of penalties. There's a three months interest penalty and there's an IRD penalty. And that all has to do with when you break your mortgage, you're paying that penalty nine times out of 10. And if you are in a variable rate, it's always three months interest. If you're in a fixed rate, it's either three months interest or the IRD, which is interest rate differential. We're not gonna go into all the details on how it's calculated because we will probably bore the heck out of you. But just know that IRD is usually going to be higher than the three months interest. But we're in a funny time right now where it's actually not. And the three months interest penalty is actually the greater penalty than the IRD. That's just because of where rates are at now versus your rate that you currently have now is likely lower. So the three months interest is actually higher. But to give you an example, if you're breaking a fixed rate and you're in normal times where rates aren't volatile like this, and you have that IRD penalty, you could be looking at anywhere between three to 5% of the mortgage amount in terms of how much you have to pay for your penalty. So you can just do the math on there with your current mortgage now, and it's quite a bit of a penalty that you have to pay. So that just reinstalls the fact that having
1: those porting features are very, very crucial. For sure. And especially now where... So the IRG penalty usually kicks in when you're in a declining rate environment, which for anyone who's taken fixed products over the last year, the next couple of years we're probably going to be back in that yeah. position. So when you're looking at, okay, well, maybe I can get a lower rate today. You want to compare what is the payment of that over the whole term? And then what does it look like to port? Because it might actually make sense to port a mortgage that's a higher rate versus paying a penalty when it comes down to the overall cost of it. And that's what we look at a lot of places. like If you go on like ratehub.whatever, rate hub dot, whatever, it's just going to compare monthly payment. That's the only thing they factor in we compare what's going to save you the most amount of money over the whole term of your mortgage and your lifetime as a borrower. And that is a way better option. Like if I save you $50 a month today, but it costs you $12,000 two years from now, what have I done for you? Nothing.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you can kind of think of that $50 in that example as kind of like an insurance for you in the future. It is a hard decision for people because everyone lives in the now and even if you don't plan on breaking your mortgage in the future, shit happens. And you would be amazed how many people break their mortgage before their five-year term is up. So I would much rather pay that insurance, I'm calling it insurance, the $50 extra a month in that example, than going with something that's lower and not having that feature or going with a fixed rate, a long-term fixed rate, knowing that fixed rates are probably coming down in the
1: next year or two. So that's a great point. Exactly. We are constantly talking with clients who have to break their mortgage for job changes, divorce, just running into like financial instability. I had one client, you know, they got into gambling and they had to access some equity from their house to wipe the slate clean. And it wasn't a fun scenario for them to be in, but the mortgage product that we picked for them allowed them the flexibility to do this without totally sewering them financially.
0: Yeah. That's a great example right there. and We see that quite often, and it's not fun, these situations, but if you have these set up, then of course, it's more beneficial to you. So at least we know, okay, porting makes sense. We know having the features are great to have. We know some of the nuances. What's the next topic here?
1: Yeah. So next topic, I think we've really covered a lot of the bases here. If you're curious about whether your mortgage is portable and what that would look like, feel free to reach out to myself and Tom. We can walk you through the scenario and figure out the best bet for you. Additionally, one little word of caution here, you might have a preferred partner you already work with. Just make sure that they're also exploring this. As mortgage agents and brokers, we don't often get paid on the porting funds for what's already established. It's usually only on the new money. So a lot of people who are less ethically inclined, if I can, if that's a nice way to say it, will steer you away from porting it because they're not getting paid full commission on it. But you want someone who's looking out for your best interest, not for their own.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Brandon. And, you know, just make sure you're with the right person and ask all the right questions. And if you're confused or you think there's some shistiness going on, you know how to reach out to us. And uh, we're always available to chat. Even if you don't get a mortgage with us, we're always happy to talk about this stuff. So there you have it. That's everything. That's Boarding 101. I know that we went very, very technical on some of that stuff there, but it's really important that we get this across, especially in these times where people they don't know what porting means and also when you're buying and selling it's really crucial that you explore this option
1: yeah for sure we know as entrepreneurs you work really hard for your money and so we're here to make sure you're saving as much of it as possible bang on love it